everybody welcome back to another episode of the elemental evan show today's episode is going to be a wellness wednesday episode so these are full-length episodes as compared to the monday episodes which are a mini episode mini monday episodes so today is going to be a little bit of a deeper dive uh still trying to keep it within a good time restraint for uh people who are busy and don't really have a ton of time uh you know the goal here is to really just provide you with a you know, a lot of health knowledge in a compact amount of time and giving you actionable steps that you can start doing uh, to improve the health of your of your life and your body and uh, just everything overall. So that's really the goal here. And today's episode is on a really interesting topic in terms of exercise. So obviously, if you aren't already exercising, then please, that is a really great place to start. You know, um, whatever the exercise may be, just go ahead and do it. Get some movement. Your body was made to move literally you know, without movement, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be alive. Movement is life. We use it to uh, hunt and gather back in the day and simply to just get from one place to the next. So moving is an essential part of life and we need to do it. If you are living a sedentary lifestyle, please start moving. That is going to be the biggest takeaway from this entire episode. I don't care if you get into the minute details of this. If you just take away that, hey, I need to start moving more, then I will feel that I have accomplished my goal here. Now, before we really dive in to specifically the resistance training and weight or, you know, resistance training or weightlifting, you can kind of refer to it as either way, uh, which I'm going to really dive into why it's so good for our muscle maintenance and building muscle and why muscle is even important. So before I really dive into all of that, I just wanted to take a moment and mention that getting ample amounts of protein is going to be a very key aspect here, right? So obviously movement is a large portion of muscle maintenance, but also making sure that we're providing our body with the right tools and, uh, you know, building structures essentially to build these muscles is going to be crucial. So obviously that comes in the form of protein. And when I'm talking about protein, you know, a complete protein is something that has all of the essences here, right? And the essential amino acids, the reason they're essential is because they are not made by the body, right? So we need them. We absolutely need them, but there's something that our body doesn't make on its own and we can only achieve it through our diet or an external source. So finding a complete protein is very, very important and then getting ample amounts of it. So if you are not eating enough protein, this will really show up in the preservation of your muscles or even the building of your muscles. So there's a lot of ways you can go about deciding how much protein is right for you. And by no means do I really have the uh, perfect method for it, but just in a general sense for my body weight, I'll divide it in half. So once I take my body weight divided in half, let's just take a person who's like a hundred pounds, right? To make this easy. That means 50 pounds made into grams is usually about the amount that I would shoot for. Now, that is obviously just a very general and broad uh, point there. You can you know, eat more or less. You're gonna hear different uh, varying opinions on it. I usually hear a little bit more uh, personally. There's a lot of people, especially if you're really trying to put on muscle, who will say that you need to eat more protein than that. So that's just a general, uh, you know, something to keep in mind and you know, uh, gives you a good 
idea of how much you should be tracking and eating each day. Not necessarily saying that you need to track your micros and macros here, but just kind of being conscious of the fact that you are getting in a solid amount of protein each day to make sure that you're providing your body with the right materials to build the muscle, right? And plus protein, uh, proteins are just so important for all, you know, a, a slew of other things in the body. So really making sure we're eating a good amount is super important. And typically I start off my day with some spirulina and chlorella. Uh, spirulina has literally the highest amount of protein by body weight. Now, typically you don't eat a ton of spirulina in one setting. So you're by no means, are you going to get all of your protein in just through spirulina? But I find that it's a nice way to start my day with getting some uh, protein through spirulina, which has a ton of protein per body weight. I think it's 70% protein by, uh, by weight. So it is very, very dense in protein. It's a complete protein as well. And it does a ton of other things. It's super beneficial for the brain health. It's detoxifying for the body because it has chlorophyll in it. Uh, usually I'll rely on my chlorella, which is extremely high in chlorophyll, uh, for detoxifying the body. But nonetheless, spirulina is a great way of kind of just starting your day off on the right foot and then following it up with some, you know, dietary protein, like maybe some eggs or, uh, animal protein, or even a vegetable protein, uh, depending on your dietary preference, right? Now, I will usually get my spirulina through either Energy Bits or through Organifi. Both of them have incredibly high standards for what they produce. Energy Bits, specifically with spirulina and chlorella, they take extra care to make sure that you are getting the highest quality spirulina and chlorella in the market, in my opinion. And then with, uh, with Organifi, they also have extremely, extremely high standards, third-party tested for glyphosate, so you know you're not getting any of that nasty pesticide usage in there. And as well, their stuff tastes incredible, and you get solid quantities of everything that they put in their blends. That's why I really love their blends, because they only have like eight ingredients. That way you know when you do a scoop of it, you are getting very high levels of every single thing that they're putting in there, as opposed to some other brands, which maybe have 50 different ingredients in their product, which means you're obviously not getting very much of it per scoop. So anyways, go ahead and check out either Energy Bits or Organifi. I have a code with both of them for 20% off. I will have that in the show notes. It's either Elemental or Elemental 20 usually. Uh, once again, it'll be in the show notes, so you can go ahead and click on the link in there and use that code for 20% off from both places. And if you are more of a vegetarian or even vegan, Organifi has a protein powder mix that you can purchase through there to make sure you are really staying up on your protein intake. So that is going to be kind of the groundwork for building muscle, right? Is making sure we're getting ample amounts of protein. So once we already have that established, meaning you are taking your protein shakes in the morning or whenever you take them, uh, you know, getting adequate spirulina, um, eating eggs and, and meat or plant protein, whatever it may be. Once you have that solid foundation, you're making sure you're getting in the right amount of protein each day. Now it comes into actually building the muscle. So getting into muscle and muscle maintenance, we need to first start off with why doing resistance training or, um, you know, lifting weights is actually important. So a lot of people typically think of strength training or, uh, you know, resistance training as just trying to grow your mus muscles, having what's called hypertrophy is, which is literally the growth of the muscle, right? Um, yes, this is a nice side effect. Obviously it looks nice. It's appealing, uh, physically, obviously when someone has, uh, you know, muscle definition and all of this, 
And this is definitely something that we value as a society for sure, but really it goes a lot deeper than that. So aside from just having big and defined muscles, you know, when we do strength training or resistance training, what you're really doing is you're making sure that you are able to live your life free of hopefully pain, but also in the way that you want to live it for a long period of time. Now, I know that's a pretty general and broad statement, but if you think about it, everything that you do pretty much requires muscle, right? And muscle uh, maintenance to continue doing it for a long period of time. You can think of playing with your kids or taking your dog for a walk or uh, playing a game of soccer, uh, going surfing or swimming in the beach, whatever it may be, to a degree, it is definitely requiring you to have a certain, you know, level of muscle to accomplish whatever that goal is. So making sure that we are maintaining our muscles is very key for this. And especially when you start getting into your later years, when muscle production is not what it used to be, right? So for those of you who are maybe still, uh, you know, under 30, let's say, uh, this might not be such a big issue for you. You might already have natural muscle definition and growth without really even trying, which is awesome. But we're talking about obviously maintaining this muscle for a long period of time, far into the future. That way we can live our life in this way and enjoy it uh, later into our years. So one thing I would like to say is if you are not already doing a form of resistance training or weightlifting, then please start now. Uh, this is obviously for people who, um, you know, let's just say anywhere from uh, 16 and up, right? Obviously, you can work out at whatever age you want, but let's just kind of focus on this area. So if you are not lifting weights or, you know, putting your muscles under a form of stress, then you are going to lose those muscles to a degree, right? And the reason this is mainly is because muscles are energy demanding. So there was actually an article in the LA Times where they said that one pound of muscle burns six calories at rest, while fat only burns two calories a day at rest, right? Like a pound of uh, fat. So obviously, muscle is just naturally more energy hungry and energy demanding. So our body in its amazing intelligence understands that, hey, this is a very costly thing to continue maintaining and keeping here. So if we don't need it, we're going to just, you know, kind of get rid of it and only keep what we really need. Our body is trying to be as efficient as possible here. The only problem is that muscle can really help you later on in life in doing literally everything, right? So we have to make sure that we are constantly putting some stress on our muscles, showing that there is a demand for them and there is a load that they need to carry or do or whatever it may be for them to stay around and maybe even build up a little bit so that we can do those tasks even easier. So for those of you who are not already practicing a, a resistance training or weightlifting training of any kind, please go ahead and start doing so now. And it doesn't have to be crazy weights. It doesn't have to be super, super heavy. I'm talking about just starting to lift some, some stuff and put a demand on your muscles so that they can then react to that and, you know, meet that demand. Right? So let's get into a little bit of the skeletal structure. So when we start talking about building muscle, we also need to understand that at a skeletal level, it's very important, right? So muscles, they do things like keep 
your posture correct, you know, and, and help keep everything where it needs to be. You actually have what's known as a uh, musculoskeletal system, which includes your bones, muscles, tendons, ligaments, and soft tissues. Uh, these all work together to allow your body to move, lift things, run, uh, essentially perform any physical task, right? Also, for those of you who have ever injured a joint, uh, a common thing that people will tell you, doctors will tell you this, I, I was told when I uh, dislocated my shoulder, was that we need to actually, once it's healed, go ahead and build up the muscle around that joint to help really support uh, that joint and help keep it together and keep it from maybe dislocating again or uh, just giving us pain in the future. So the muscular system is very, very important for not just lifting and doing things, but also the structure of your, of your skeleton, right? Uh, resistance training helps to improve the health and function of your musculo, sorry, musculoskeletal system and can specifically improve the density of your bones by placing stress on the bones. So this is really wild here. Um, I heard this in another podcast. There is a gentleman by the name of Dr. Josh Aquish or something like that. He created what's known as the X3 bar. I'm pretty sure is what it's called, uh, but it's a, a form of resistance training. And the reason he had created it was mainly because his mother was uh diagnosed with osteoporosis, which is obviously uh, your bones, they are uh, fragile, they are porous, right? Like osteoporosis, like they're porous bones, right? So they don't have the density and structure that they used to have. Well, what he found was that by placing the bones under a certain amount of pressure and stress, what you're actually doing is by putting that demand on them, right? Not overdoing it, obviously, with a person with osteoporosis, osteoporosis for sure, but, um, you know, putting a certain amount of demand and pressure and stress on those bones actually gives them a signal to strengthen and to meet that demand, right? So when you put stress and pressure on your bones through lifting heavy stuff or a resistance training, what you're actually doing is you're telling your bones that they need to be stronger and they need to meet the demand of what you're doing. And so they will naturally go ahead and actually regrow the density of the bones, at least according to this guy, um, which I, I, he gave some quite compelling evidence and uh, some research work there. So uh, it's pretty safe to say this. And if you don't believe me, of course, go ahead and do your own research here. As with anything on this show, please do your own research. I'm simply just here to provide information. I'm not a medical professional. I'm just giving you my health and, and wellness tips and advice here. Uh, but anyways, so this was a really good way of actually building the density of your bones. So weight training or resistance training is not just about growing the muscles and helping them uh, you know, grow to lift things for you, but rather it's also benefiting the actual skeletal structure of your body, right? It's making sure that your bones are strong and able to withstand pressures that they might undergo, which obviously when you get into your later years is very important because we tend to you know, be... Uh, sorry, we tend to be faced with things like osteoporosis, especially for women. Uh, this is a big one, right? So making sure that we are able to keep our bones dense into our later years can really help us avoid things like, uh, you know, fracturing the hips, uh, you know, from a fall or even just breaking any bone, right? Because uh, the bones just begin to grow fragile at that time, especially if you're not putting them under stress. So making sure we are working out to literally 
take care of our skeletal system is key for later in the years. Now, this next one is going to be, in my opinion, kind of the most important. While the other two were already extremely important, this one is going to be very important, especially for people in their later years. Let's go ahead and just call um, like the 55 plus community here, right? So obviously, as you get later into your years, one of the things that really starts to go is balance. And I see this time and time again with uh, a lot of family members of mine, right? With my grandmother, with my mother, uh, you know, I see that they start to really lose their balance over time. And the reason for this is, once again, with muscles, when you are not using them, you are going to lose them. So for balance, we have a lot of little muscles and tendons and ligaments all over our body that are helping to balance us and keep us upright. Or if we stumble and, and trip over something, we have the ability to catch ourselves uh, with all these little muscles and, and tendons and ligaments being able to react and you know allow us to catch our, catch our balance. Um, the only problem is we don't typically strengthen these muscles, right? Uh, which is a really serious problem. So What's really important here is we want to make sure that we're also doing certain workouts that are going to, you know, improve the little muscles and tendons and ligaments that are really helping our balance. So doing certain workouts like um, maybe if you're doing squats, you can go ahead and switch it over to a lunge now and maybe use a mace, which is a, a, a weight. It's a stick with a weight on the end, essentially. And when you're doing lunges, maybe switching the sides that you have the heavy side of the weight on to, you know, as you go into your lunge, really have to find that balance, you know, so kind of working with the weight, but in workouts that are going to require more balanced than normal, uh, this is going to help really strengthen those uh, little muscles that are really helping you to balance. So that's important, making sure we are doing specific workouts that are good for our balance. Um, and on top of that too, this is not a weighted workout, but doing yoga. Yoga is going to be great for all kinds of balance. You know, there's tons of poses like warrior three or tree pose where you are balancing on one leg. And that is definitely going to strengthen all of those little muscles that help to keep you upright and balanced and staying on that one foot. Uh, not only that, but you know, learning to focus and spot the eyes somewhere, uh, which also greatly increases your balance. These are really important things that if you don't do them regularly, you're going to lose them over time, right? Because uh, there's so many people who are in their, you know, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, who probably haven't really worked out or done a balancing exercise in years, like maybe a decade, right? Which is really, really bad. Um, this is just a recipe for disaster. Now, I wanted to give a little bit of statistics here on why balance is so important. So according to the CDC, 3 million older people are treated in emergency departments for fall injuries, okay? Over 800,000 patients a year are hospitalized because of a fall injury, and at least 300,000 older people are hospitalized for hip fractures with 95% of hip fractures being a result of falling. Okay, this is a, these are really huge numbers here, right? I mean, 3 million older people treated in emergency departments for falling for fall injuries. That's 3 million people. That's wild just for falls. And like I said, I with my own family members, I've already seen it multiple times. They've fallen and had injuries, uh, like quite serious injuries, you know? 
and then on top of that, we're talking about 300,000 older people being hospitalized for hip fractures, and 95% of those are just from a result of falling. These are really, really huge numbers. Now, I personally believe that we could cut these numbers in half by simply just doing some resistance training. If people were to you know, once or twice a week, even like not even that much, just go do a little bit of resistance training. We could dramatically lower these numbers by just making sure that we are really preserving our muscles and keeping them up to where they need to be so that they can meet the demand of our lifestyle. Right. And it's not even that much. We're just talking about catching yourself from falling. Right. This is a very simple thing. (laughs) Like it's not like we're saying, you know, being able to lift a hundred pound box or something like that. This is just catching yourself from a fall. So very simple workouts here. Now, falling for people aged 65 and older is the leading cause of injury and injury related death in the United States. That's so wild. I mean, that's just to really think about this. This is you know, obviously people can fall and be in the best shape and health possible and they might just fall wrong. And of course that can result in a bad injury or even a death, right? But for it to be the leading cause of injury and injury related death in the United States for 65 and older people, we know that there's an issue here, right? And it is simply just because our bodies are not capable of catching ourselves from a fall because our reactions aren't fast enough, our balance isn't there, and our muscles are not well enough maintained and developed to respond to that fall. This is really, really important stuff here. And I think this alone, uh, like I said, is gonna be the most important one, you know, as compared to the skeletal system, as compared to the muscles, which obviously they're playing a role here, but balance, just balance is the biggest thing when we're getting older and making sure that we don't succumb to these injuries through something that's so easy to avoid, right? Just go literally get active once or twice a week and you'll drop your your chances of uh, having an injury related to falling or death related to falling by so much. It's a very, very simple thing to do. Now, on that note, I know this is obviously I'm talking about a lot of older people, which absolutely like I'm, I'm happy to address them. But this is also for younger people as well. Just because you're young and you have, you know, your hormones hopefully in the right levels and, uh, you know, you are able to just catch yourself from falling. That's great. But maintaining the muscle mass now and really creating that lifestyle and these habits that you're going to be able to carry into your later years is going to be key. It's going to make it so much easier on you. And it's going to really ensure that you don't fall and have these major injuries, right? So while if you are young and you're thinking that this doesn't really pertain to you, then scratch that idea. It absolutely does. You definitely should be doing some resistance training. Even, even a young person, if it was just once or twice a week and you were getting in a gym for 30 minutes to an hour, um, and you know, really getting after it, that would be absolutely enough. And then obviously making sure we're eating appropriate amounts of protein as well to make sure our body has the adequate building blocks to do so. Right? So, If you're like, hey, I don't have a gym and I don't want to get a gym membership or whatever it is, that's okay. I'm not telling you to go spend any money. Heck, I'm here trying to give you guys just free advice as is, right? Like every single one of these episodes is I really try to just provide free examples and advice for all of you. So here's the deal. 
if you're at home and I saw a lot of people doing this during COVID, which is awesome, right? Uh, and that was just simply that they would go ahead and make their own weights, right? Like they would get a five gallon jug of water and use that as a weight, right? So five, uh, a five gallon jug, I believe each gallon is like eight pounds. So eight times five, that's 40 pounds right there that you could have. And you could do squats with that. You know, you could fill it up halfway. So it's not even a full 40 pounds and yeah, do squats with it. You could lift it over, uh, behind your head. You know, you can be inventive with this. You don't have to go to a gym to work out. In fact, I think it's great for us to find ways to do resistance training in, uh, something that's more practical in real life, uh, like for example, maybe even just shoveling dirt, right? Or shoveling heavy rocks out, you know? Um, this is a form of resist resistance training. Just anything that is going to really work the muscles and put a demand on them is going to be great. Um, you can even do, you know, push-ups and stuff, which is, you know, you don't have any additional weight aside from your body, but even those are really, really great. So there's tons of free things that you can do to uh, continue building the muscles and improving your muscular, uh, musculoskeletal system, uh, that just don't require any money. So another free tool that you can use is, uh, my buddy, Caleb Wood. He was on this show a few times in the past, and he has some really, really excellent workouts. Uh, typically he uses just one kettlebell. So it's very simple. A lot of people tend to have kettlebells. Um, if you don't, you, I'm sure you can find something else to use in place of that. And you know, it's a free video on YouTube. So there's tons of things that you can do that are free and can really help you get to the best health possible, right? Cause that's really the goal here. But yeah, so if you are looking for a way to do that, here they are, let's go ahead and just kind of recap everything here. So for one, obviously maintaining muscle is going to be key for, you know, just going throughout life and doing whatever it is you want with ease, right? Um, muscle is energy hungry, it's energy demanding. So it's going to be the first thing to go if you're not using it, right? So making sure that we are putting a demand to show our body that, hey, we do need this muscle is going to be key. Uh, building the density of your bones and really the musculoskeletal system, making sure it's uh, well taken care of. It is very beneficial for us to lift weights and practice resistance training to maintain that. And then the last one, which is balance, which once again, I think is so, so important here, especially for the older community. We have to do things that improve our balance, which we can do weight training in different positions that are going to require better balance or practice, uh, you know, just body weight exercises like yoga and get into positions that really require us to achieve better balance, right? So those are going to be the three things. And then once again, you don't need a ton of money to do these things. You can find ways to uh, work the body out without having to go to a gym and uh, you can receive, you know, receive very similar results from doing these practices as you would with going to the gym. So really the main thing is just getting out and doing it. And like I said, the most important part of this is literally if you aren't moving already, go do some movement, get a movement practice, you know, one to two times a week minimum. Uh, I don't care what it is, but do something that is going to challenge your muscles and show that they need to be there and they need to be ready to respond to anything life might throw at you. And then last but not least, once again, make sure you're eating adequate amounts of protein. Protein is awesome. It's a very satiating uh, macro. So it's actually one of, if it's not the most satiating, it is one of the most satiating uh foods that you can eat. So prioritizing protein on your plate is a great way to make sure that you're feeling full and also, you know, getting a lot of bang for your buck. That protein is going to be great for your body to build muscles, get you in better shape and 
ultimately just allow you to live a better life, right? So anyways, that's going to do it for today. Those are the tips. I hope you guys enjoyed them. Like I said earlier in this podcast, you know, it's just this whole show is about giving you free advice and helping you to live your best life possible. You know, I want to give you actionable steps that you can walk away from this episode with today and implement them into your life and just live a better life overall, uh, you know, pain-free and uh, with you know, no issues, hopefully later in our life. And that way we can just really enjoy it. And, uh, you know, health is wealth really. So I know it's overplayed little saying there, but it is absolutely true. So anyways, go out there, move, lift some heavier stuff and, uh, you know, take care of those muscles. They're going to really pay off in the long run in the future. And, uh, yeah, it's just a very beneficial thing to be doing. So thank you all very much for tuning in to today's episode. Uh, if you haven't already, uh, go ahead and subscribe to wherever you listen to this podcast on, uh, whether it's Spotify or Apple Podcasts or any of the other platforms. Go ahead and subscribe on there. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please please leave a review. I love to read the reviews and uh, see what you guys think about the show. It also helps people to find the show and spread this information. If you've received some uh, really beneficial information from the show, then please share it with a family, friend, or loved one. Obviously, it goes very far to do that, um, and you can really help people who might really need to actually hear this message and hear this information. And then last but not least, if you aren't already on YouTube, then go ahead and check me out on YouTube. I'm starting to post all of my episodes up on YouTube. Uh, so if they come a little bit later, I'm sorry, but they will eventually get up there. Um, I'm, I'm recording all of these and, and uh, learning the ropes with YouTube here, but uh, getting the video format up on there. So go ahead and check that out. It's also at Elemental Evan. Once again, it'll be linked in the show notes and uh, go ahead and check out the show notes. I'll have a bunch of links in there so you guys can check those all out. And uh, yeah, thank you guys very much. I appreciate all of the support and listenership from all of you. It's truly just, you know, makes me so happy that I have this platform to share this knowledge with all of you on. And uh, I'm just very grateful for each and every single one of you. So you guys already know the motto of the show. It is do everything with good intentions and connect to your elements and apparently get outside and move, which is one of, uh, which is a portion of every single element. Each element has its own form of movement. And, uh, so yeah, get out there and move and keep those muscles looking good and, uh, doing what they need to do. Alrighty. Have a great one y'all. Peace. This podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. Evan Roberts is not a medical professional, and this podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Statements and views expressed on this show are not medical advice. This podcast, including Evan Roberts and any guests on the show, disclaims responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained in this episode. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a medical professional. Thank you.